Good morning, church. Welcome to Home Church of the Nazarene. We are so blessed to have you this morning here with us. Um, we have some announcements for you. And uh, let's see here, where, where do we start? Okay. Oh, here we go. Good morning, church. We have a few announcements. No, I'm joking, just playing. Tomorrow we'll be having our Zoom prayer meeting starting at 7 p.m. Um, and we'll send the link out. Uh, we'll send the link out f- uh, tomorrow for that. And so we want to encourage you. If you haven't made it to the prayer Zoom, I'm telling you, it's a wonderful time. I know sometimes Mondays can get busy, a little crazy, a little hectic. But um, when you're there, you're there, and it's a wonderful time. It really sets my week off right. And so tomorrow night, we'll be having our prayer Zoom meeting starting at 7 p.m., and we will send the email link out for that tomorrow. Uh, Youth group will be meeting this Thursday night at 7 p.m., and we'll be sending a link out to that Thursday. Who here has teenagers? Who here knows teenagers? Okay, I see some hands. You know some teenagers. Okay. Uh, Who wants to get rid of a teenager? Not playing. I'm just joking. Just joking. Just, Just joking. Um, Thursday night, get them on the link for the Zoom. I'm telling you, it's a wonderful time. Matt and Amanda are, are just doing a, an incredible job. Oh, by the way, for those who don't know, Matt and Amanda are back with us this morning. Amen. Yes, amen. Thank you for that, sister. They're back with us this morning, um, safe, healthy, ready to go. And so we're very excited for that. Uh, so the Joy Christmas Carol sing-along has been canceled. Um, as I've talked over with, uh, with uh, Pastor Barb and the staff and the, and the board, um, they are going to be canceling. We're going to be canceling this, and we're going to be focusing on uh, Christmas Eve. So we'll be focusing on Christmas Eve. Uh, we are having, we're planning on having two Christmas Eve services, December 24th, and um, it's December 24th at 5 p.m. and 6.30 p.m. Uh, real quick, I know we're missing a lot of people here this morning uh, due to... Um, of what's going on, but who here would make it to the 5 p.m. service? Raise your hand. Okay, who here would make it to the, the 6.30? Okay, we got there. Okay, good to know. So far, we have, so far we have over 100 coming to the 5 p.m., and we have four coming to 6.30. So um, if you don't like crowds, you might want to switch your uh, time. Amen. Uh, we've got some more good news this morning. Mike and Jenner, uh, Mike's back with us this morning. Amen. So, so excited to have you back, Mike. It's, uh, we missed you. Yes, amen. How's the, how's the ankle feeling? Good. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, we're going to get ready to uh, give our tithe and offering this morning. We're going to get ready to receive. And um, if I could have the worship team come make their way. See here. I heard someone say this morning. They told me. They said, "Pastor, this is my favorite. I love, I love when we when we get to give." I never really hear that. I'm going, "Wait, what?" They're like, "I love it when I can come now into God's house, not empty-handed, but when I can come to God's house with something." Isn't it awkward when you go to somebody's house, they invite you over, and you have, unless they tell you, like, don't bring anything, but you show up, especially to our birthday party, and you have nothing to bring, 
you feel awkward, right? Like, I, I personally don't even want to eat. Like, I'm like, no, I, I'm cool. It saddens me. There's so many people all across the world, especially during a time like this. It's his birthday, and yet we come into his house empty-handed. Let's pray that's not us this morning. Amen? Amen. I want to tell you a little story about a pastor who uh, he told his congregation, he said, I have bad news, and I have good news, and I have more bad news. The congregation got quiet. The bad news is the church needs a new roof. The pastor said, the congregation groaned. They already know what's coming. The good news is we have enough money for the new roof. A sigh of relief over the congregation. Everyone was like, oh, praise God. <laughs> the pastor said, the bad news is it's still in your pockets. <laughs> Church, look, we're not raising any money this morning. That's not what this is about. But I, I just I want to read it at Proverbs eleven twenty four. One person gives one person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds utterly, but becomes to poverty. Second Corinthians nine, six through eight. Remember this whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Amen and amen. Who's ready to worship Jesus this morning? Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Um, We also, before we, uh, oh, actually, I'll save this for later. Amen. Brother Mike, I know you can't, uh, you can't really go anywhere easily. So I'm going to bring the mic over to you, and I would like to ask you to say a blessing over the offering and the worship time as we uh, go into that. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Lord, we, just, we uh, are so joyous and so thankful that we get to come together as a family and just celebrate you this morning, Lord. Father God, we just uh, we pray this morning as we are collecting our tithes and offerings, Lord, we pray that uh, the money that is given by the cheerful givers in this church, Lord, we pray that you take this money, that you use it, and that you uh, use it towards your work, Lord. Expand your kingdom here uh, in Sparks, in Reno, uh, throughout the world, however that money is, is to be used, Lord. Let it be your will, And Father God, we just pray uh, as we're moving into a time of of worship in your word, Lord, we just pray that this is a time where walls can be broken, where we can just celebrate you, praise you, and thank you for all of the wonderful things that you do in our life, in our church, in our families. God, there's so much for us to be thankful for. We just pray uh, as the worship team leads us this morning, Lord, we just pray a special blessing over them that they can just take us to... Uh, a place of thankfulness and just joyful celebration, Lord. And we just want to pray for Pastor Carlos this morning as he is preparing to deliver your message, Lord. We just pray that you speak through him, that you bless uh, the words that are coming out of his mouth, Lord. Just anoint those words and uh, 
let those words just touch our hearts, Lord, and let us leave here changed, different than when we walked in this morning, Lord. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Well, good morning, church. So good to be in the house of God. It's good to see you all. Before we get started, I have some exciting news. Um, We've added a couple of new members to our worship team. Uh, But before I introduce, it's just so good to have Mike and Jen back. We've missed you guys. Welcome back. Welcome home. Uh, So God's been really good. He's added a couple awesome people to our worship team. I want to introduce Lynn Libby. She's one of our singers. She also plays guitar, so we're going to work in that direction a little bit later. I also want to introduce my nephew, Ben. He's 14. He just joined the team playing bass back here behind us. So God's on the move, amen? So we're in the Advent season. So sing with me as we sing Joy to the World Because the Lord Has Come. Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven, heaven, nature sing. And joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. And He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of His righteousness and wonders of His love and wonders of His love and wonders, wonders of His love. Back to verse 1. And joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature see. And heaven and nature see. And heaven, heaven, nature see. Man, you guys did good. Not bad, not bad. Who here has been set free by the blood of Jesus? Jailbreak, it's time to come free. If you're not free this morning from the sin that so easily ensnares us, this song's for you. And today, you can be free, amen. Sing with me. Glory, glory, hallelujah. You threw my shackles in the sea. Glory, glory, hallelujah, Jesus is my liberty. Glory, glory, hallelujah, he threw my shackles in the sea. Glory, glory, hallelujah, Jesus is my liberty, I'm going Clap your hands with me out there.
on and speak. Go on and speak against my borrowed innocence. The judge is my defense. I'm going free. Right when the gavel fell, I heard the freedom bell ring through the heart of hell. I'm going free. I'm going free. today for one purpose, to hear from the Lord, but also the heart of worship is to acknowledge and praise Jesus. So as we transition into this time of worship, let's worship today in spirit and in truth.
because Jesus is the truth. And we acknowledge Jesus today. Let's lift our hands to the King as we worship our Savior. simply go longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required you search much deeper within through the way things appear you're looking into my heart i'm coming back to the heart of worship when it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I made it. When it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about 
Still you 
you came to hear from the Lord, you came to hear a word of God. And by his mercy and grace, he's going to do just that. Also this morning, you might have come this morning, you're expecting, you're expecting something, you're, 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 you're longing more than just a word of God. You want change in your life. You want direction in your life. Maybe there's someone you know who needs Jesus. I'm going to tell you this morning, there's somebody that should be here with you this morning, but because they don't believe, but because they don't want to come, but because the pillow was just too comfortable for them this morning. There's a God in heaven who's going to send out his Holy Spirit this morning when we speak their name, when you speak their name, and he's going to remind them that he's married to the backslider. He is married to those who once knew him. Speak those names out this morning as we, as we pray, dear Heavenly Father. We come before you and we just ask God that you would, that you would speak to those who, who once knew you, who once used to come to this church, who once used to know you as their first love. We pray for them, Lord God. We just ask you, God, to, to, to send your Holy Spirit to remind them of your, your son and what he's done, the bloodshed for their sin, Lord. Church, I want you right now just to name those people right now. You and your spouse, you by yourself, name those people right now, those people that are on your heart, the issue that's on your heart, name it out, speak it out right now in Jesus' name.
speak their name out, church. There's some, there, there's some unbelief. I feel there's some people that, that just can't believe that, that, God, that God in heaven can't, can't move in this, in this situation. But God can do anything. We serve a God that is limitless. We serve a God that is all-powerful, that is all-knowing, who created your very soul and who wants to create a miracle for you this morning. Speak it out right now in Jesus' name. Whoever those people are, speak it out right now in Jesus' name. Whatever the issue is, whatever the circumstance, right now, God, we give it to you. We give these people to you. We give our loved ones to you right now in Jesus' name. God, we thank you, Lord, for searching us. We thank you for coming after us, even after us running away, Lord. You came, you left the 99 to come find us. Hallelujah. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I, and leaves the night I couldn't earn it. I church today is the third Sunday of Advent I'm so excited as the worship team continues to play thank you today we have uh, a special day like every Sunday but today is our brother Joe Durung he's turning 90 years old tomorrow (laughs) happy birthday Joe and I would ask if you and your lovely wife could come down if, if you so could and, and take your time and we'd, I would love for you to light the third candle you or Irma to light the third candle for this Advent season pink. Joe, you don't have to light it yet. You can wait a second, please. The third candle symbolizes joy and is called the shepherd's candle. To the shepherds, there was great joy. The angels announced Jesus came for humble and important people like them and like me too. Unimportant people. This candle is is colored pink to represent joyfulness and rejoicing. Joe, if you could please light the uh, pink candle. And there were shepherds lying out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. I don't know about you, but I'd be terrified. But an angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the Lord God. 
Hallelujah. Let's sing out that chorus one more time. You can stay standing there, please, Joe. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. And oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the night denied. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still you give yourself away. And oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Bow your heads with me this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for a moment like this so we could come into your house. For this could be taken from us. What an honor and a privilege it is that we can just be here together and to proclaim your name and to glorify you. Lord, I pray by your Holy Spirit that you would soften every heart, that we may receive your word with gladness and with a heart that's open and wanting to change. We come against every assault from hell that want to come against the word and your people and want to bring... Um, darts from the enemy, the fiery darts that want to cause us to doubt or to think otherwise. Lord, I, I, we just rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for what you're going to do. We give you the praise and the glory ahead of time. In Jesus' precious name I pray, amen. Amen, church. Thank you, musicians and those on the platform. We so thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Who's ready to hear from the Lord this morning? Amen. Thank you, sister. Amen. We serve a good and amazing God. I want to go to Matthew chapter 1, uh, verses 18 through 25. If you could turn there, please. Who brought their Bible? Who brought their word? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Who brought their sword? Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Amen. There we go. There we go. Gracias, senorita. You brought your sword. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was Betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she found, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, 
which is God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took, commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. I'm inspired today, motivated, really, uh, this week, a couple weeks ago, when uh, uh, Don Libby spoke on Christmas, the Trism- Christmas truth, and I, it just hit me. I've been, in this, I've been in this Christmas spirit. Like, I love Christmas. I know my family doesn't think I do because I don't want to <laughs> because I don't want to put up my tree in October. Um, can, can we be on, church, l- please help me out here. Now, again, if, who puts up their tree in October? Oh, okay, 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 okay. I like to put up my tree after Thanksgiving, because it's after Thanksgiving, right? But because I don't like putting up my tree in sep- end of September, early October, I'm known as the Grinch, and so, but when Christmas time comes, you know, the kids obviously forget that. They don't call me that anymore because they know they want get presents, <laughs> amen. So, uh, but really, um, I'm inspired today, uh, this week, for today, because my longing, what I, what I long for ever since I was a young child, ever since I was little, when the dust settles, when the night is, when the day is done, when I look into the mirror, all I long for, all I want is to be an instrument that God can use for his glory. That's all I want. That's really all I care about. Is, is nothing else. I want to be an instrument that God can use more than anything in the world, and that's saying a lot. Talk is cheap, right? What if I had a job offer that was going to make th- three times as much? Would I leave? More than anything in the world, my heart is to be an instrument, a channel, a vessel to be used to glorify God and his kingdom. Nothing wrong with getting a job making three times more, but if God doesn't tell me to do it and I do it, that's a whole other sermon, but anyways. How about you this morning? Every day I want to take a look at my life and ask myself, could God use me? Could, could he use me today? God chose to use Joseph and Mary to be the instrument to bring into the world and raise God in human form. I don't know about you, but that's kind of chilling. Like, can you imagine raising baby Jesus? God used these two to raise the Son of God. If God had to do that today, Could God choose you?
If God had to do that today, could God choose us? How many you know, I thank God Jesus already came as a baby, died on the cross for our sins, but how many you know that Jesus is still in the business of using people and choosing people for his kingdom? Like, what would you have to do in order if baby Jesus was coming come to your house physically? Like, what would you have to clean up out of your house this morning? <laughs> right? Let's be honest, church. In our life, what would we have to clean up? Like, would we be comfortable with baby Jesus, or six-year-old Jesus sitting with us on the, on the couch watching what we're watching? Would we, would, we be, would we be comfortable with Jesus in our car as we're talking to our spouse about the pastor? Hopefully not me. Hopefully another pastor. Would, would we be comfortable with, with seven-year-old Jesus? Like, what, would we, what, are, what are our conversations like? Who are, what, what are we watching? What are we doing? What are, what are we looking at? How do we treat people? Are we loving our neighbor as ourselves? Are we loving God with all our heart? I know something's happening when it gets real quiet. Okay, just keep moving forward. I'm just going to keep moving forward. Um, again, God wants to use somebody for his kingdom. And I just wanted to be able to say, I just want to be able to say, hey, Lord, here am I. Choose me. I want to look at the characteristics of uh, Joseph and Mary. Excuse me, my mouth is so dry this morning. I don't know why. And what made them qualified to bring in God in human form. I want to talk about Joseph first. Somebody say Joseph. Joseph, there are some things about him that I want to look at and examine, and hopefully we can examine our heart, our lives. And, um, and examine Joseph Verse 19, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. This is when he found out she was pregnant. The Bible says that Joseph was a just man. The word just means innocent, holy, it has a root meaning of someone who makes the right choices. Somebody say right choices. Let's be honest, 99% of the time, what got us in trouble was because the choices we made. I said 99%. There is 1%. It was somebody else's fault. <laughs> there is that 1%. But normally, it's the choices we made that got us where we're at. Because we make choices on the fly. We, we sometimes, we make choices sometimes, I hope to God not, but without prayer without talking to somebody uh, that, that, that's 
that's in the word of God, speaking to an elder or, or, or our pastor. Sometimes we make choices just based on how our flesh feels. I might be in the wrong church, okay. What messes up your life is when you make choices that are not driven by godly principles. Somebody say godly principles. I would like you to write that down too in your notes, godly principles, and pray over this because this is very important. What I try to tell people and what I try to do in my life, I try to live my life based on godly principles. When I talk to my children, when I talk to my wife, when, 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 I, when I raise my daughter, I, I want to raise her with godly principles, not what Oprah said. Nothing against Oprah. Not what Ellen said. Because my kids would be all whacked out. I want to raise my kids based on godly principles. Amen? Amen? And that's important to those because that's important because God's principles never change. They're consistent. They never change with the circumstance. Some people live their life based on circumstances, and that's called situational ethics. They have other names for it too, but the truth of God and God's principles never change. I'm not perfect. Don't say amen, please. I'm not perfect. But I, but I try to make my decisions based on godly principles. And when I see something that violates those principles, I gotta, I gotta speak out against it. I can't stand with it. I can't play middle man with it. I, I have to speak out against it. I can't, you know what I'm saying, church? Joseph was a, a just man. Joseph made wise choices. I want you to think about all the, and, and this, is a, this is for your testimony. Think about all the bad choices you've made in life. What was driving you to make that choice? What was, who were you surrounded with? Who, who were you fellowshipping with? Who, who, what made you, what caused you to make that bad choice? Think, think about those bad choices. Like, were you listening to God? Or were you listening to your, your flesh? You know, then there's good choices. What caused you to make those good choices in life? Like, the person you're sitting next to right now, the one you're married to, you know, that, no, okay, we might need to do the marriage series a little sooner than I thought, um, what caused you to, why did you marry her, why did you marry him, I hope whatever it is isn't gone, like, Why do you want to get married to? You know, choices. Joseph was a just man. The Bible says he made righteous choices and he had every right in the world when he found out she was pregnant, he had every right to expose her and to, and to uh, what they, used to, they used to stone people back in those days. When he, you know, a little history here. When, um, when a man wanted to get married to a girl, he would, he, would, uh, he, would, he would ask her father for permission first. Mike's like, yeah, he better. 
uh, and then he would have to, he would pay. And when he paid, he was expecting to get a a virgin. So when Mary said that she was with child, Joseph was like, "Wait, what? Think about it, guys. What would you, be honest? Let's let's be honest this morning. If if your wife told you, "Hey, I'm pregnant," and it's from the Holy Spirit, <laughs> be honest, please. Like, you would you would do what jo- Joseph was. You would do what Joseph did, probably. But see, Joseph, you could tell what's in the heart of a person when somebody makes a mistake in the church. You could tell what's in the heart of somebody when, when they're around that person. God's heart is to forgive and to love and to help, not judge, right? You got to wonder why God. Joseph was a just man. Joseph wasn't a judge. He, he was minded to put her away secretly. He was, he was minded to put her away. He, he, didn't, he didn't say, hey, that's okay. He said, hey, uh, let, let, uh, you know what? This ain't going to work. He put her away secretly. He said, man, I, got, I made a, man, I don't know what happened there. Joseph was a just man. That's why I salute Joseph. He had every right to expose her morally, biblically. But something changed his mind. You know what that was? Point number two, he heard from God. Verse 20, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, marry your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Guys, he got a word from God. He got a word from God. And that's what happens when you're living for God. That's what happens when you're serving God. That's what happens when you're surrendered fully to God. God can speak to you in the craziest situations. When, 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 when you're a just man or when you're a just woman, when you're a woman of God, because sometimes you'll be in the craziest situations in life. Things don't make sense, like your wife coming to you saying, I'm pregnant and it's from the Holy Spirit. The craziest situations will happen in life. How many here can testify some crazy things happening in life? And our, our, our inner man, our flesh, to the mind, to the human mind, to the human eyes, we want to run from God's will. We want to run from what, 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 what we think makes, what, what doesn't make sense. But Joseph, instead of running from Mary, he heard from God, embraced Mary. Amen. Because Joseph was a just man. One thing here at Home Church we want to teach you, especially if you're a new believer. We had some this morning in first service. How to hear from God. How to hear from God. God wants to give you direction in your life about everything. How many know not everything you hear is from God? How many know the enemy can speak to? But God wants to order your steps. 
this morning. God wants to order your steps. He wants to be able to be the one to call the shots in your life. He wants to, he wants to not, not, in a way, yeah, he wants to control your life only if you let him. He wants to be able to, to tell you what, what road to turn down. Not even just with life situations, but even physically. When to call your daughter out by name. He wants the smallest things in life. He wants to control every aspect of your life. If you let him. He's concerned about everything. He's concerned about who you're hanging with. He's concerned about who you talk to. He's concerned about who your best friend is. He's concerned about your life behind closed doors. He's concerned about your finances. He wants to be in control of your whole entire life. He wants to be in control of who you marry, who you don't marry, who you listen to, who you don't listen to. I don't know about you and where you're at with this, but I'm more than okay with God controlling every aspect of my life because one bad decision can mess up your whole entire life. One bad decision, one bad choice, one bad act, one bad connection. One bad phone call. Even one bad app can mess up your whole entire life. Joseph could discern God's voice because Joseph was a just man. I want to stress that right here because it's important to know God's voice. Can, can you imagine if you don't know God's voice? Can you imagine not knowing the voice of your, your earthly father or mother? You're outside playing and your father calls out to you and you don't know his voice? Can you imagine not knowing the, the voice of your, your father? There are people that go to church all across the America who don't know God's voice. God wants to talk to you. Someone told me, God isn't talking to me, Pastor. I told him it's not an issue if God's talking to you. The question is, are you tuned in to Jesus? The question is, is, is God, because God's always talking. God's always talking. He's talking in his word. He's talking through people. He's talking through, he, he can talk through dreams. He can speak to you through God, the question is, are you tuned in to the right station? 
And when I said that, it was funny, because this was back when Air, Air, Air One was on. They said, you mean K-Love? Like, station? Like, what are you talking? I said, no, like, because sometimes when I talk, I talk, like, with music, like, music, you know, music's in my language. And I said, you tuned in to the right station? And they're like, like, K-Love? And I'm like, no, not K-Love. K-Love's good, but are you tuned in to Jesus? Are you tuned in? Are you tuned in to Jesus this morning? Some years ago when I was at work, um, I, I worked with a, a, a crew, and there was about, say, 20 of us, and we all shared one stereo. One stereo. And uh, there, were, there were music wars every day, literally music wars. I like listening to um, DC Talk, you know, uh, Christian metal, Christian hip-hop, gospel music. Sometimes I'd even throw in a little gaither, and the, the guys would be like, what is he listening to, you know? <laughs> My foreman and I and some of the guys on the crew, our music never got along. Um, they they like listening to uh, ICP, Snoop, Dre, Eminem, Black Sabbath, and so every day there were music wars. I would turn on the stereo at work. I was a shift leader, so it was my, so I'd turn on what I'm listening to, and it would be, God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. God's not dead. He's surely alive, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it would change. I'm going off the rails on a crazy train. And I'm like, I change it back. God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on. I'm going off in the rails on a crazy train. I'm put it back. God's not dead. He's surely alive. And then he changed it again. I'm going off on the rails on a crazy train. And I'm going, my gosh, finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to get my own stereo. I bought my own stereo. I put it in my own little section, and I put it to the station that I wanted it, and guess what? The station never changed. It was always at the station that I left it at. All I'm trying to tell you this morning is get tuned into Jesus, and don't let nobody or anybody or any situation take you from hearing God's word, take you from listening to God. Get tuned into Jesus. No matter what the circumstances is, no matter if you're a teenager, if you're watching online with us, no matter what the situation at home is, I grew up with a drunk father. My wife grew up with a drunk mother going home from church, getting beat up because your dad is mad at you. Don't matter what situation you're in, as long as you're tuned into Jesus, don't let anybody take that away from you. No matter what situation I was in at work, nobody could change my channel. Nobody could change my station. No matter what they were listening to, I was listening to what God wanted me to listen to. It's not a question, of, is God talking? The question is, are you tuned in to listen? I want to read again, verse 20, but while he thought about these things, while he thought about these things, Mary's pregnant, 
While he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, for, which, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Before I go to point three, I want to read verse 24 and 25. If we have that, verse 24 and 25. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till he had brought her, till he, she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Point number three, Joseph obeyed God. Joseph made right choices. He heard from God and he obeyed God. I know this sermon is too simple for some of us. I know, I know some of us, we're, we're on another level the, with, with our theology and they, hey, praise God for you, but give me the simple truth. I want simple gospel. He was a just man. He heard from God and after he heard from God, like so many of us today, he obeyed God. He obeyed God. I know this is not my notes, but I just have to go here, man, because this is out of love. Go back to that scripture, sister, uh, 24, 25. This is just pressing on me because of the day and age we live in. And did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. God also told him, you, you can't sleep with her till after she has Jesus. And he was married to her. You know how many people today would say, I'm married, I can do what I want. There are people who are not married still doing what they want. Not married, sleeping together. Not married, and here Joseph, Joseph, he was married to her, still haven't even been with her because God told him, Joseph was a just man. So I'd like to ask you a question and just know, just please church know, I asked myself this question on Tuesday. What are the areas that I'm not obeying God in? What are the areas that I'm not obeying God in? What are the areas in my life that I know I have made no effort to correct because I'm not willing to listen to God when it comes to those things. What are the areas that I'm not obeying God in? Joseph was a just man. Church, that's the kind of person God wants to use. That's the kind of person God wants to anoint, God wants to empower. When he knows he can trust you to obey him. Joseph and Mary weren't perfect. Nowhere in the Bible does it say Joseph was perfect. He was human just like you and me. I always get encouragement when I look at the disciples, when I look at Peter especially, you know? 
but <laughs> but I'll be honest, church. My, I don't. I don't. Joseph was a, a just man. What saddens me is there's people in this city. I would even venture to say people might be here right now. Someone here this morning who's hearing the word. You know what the right thing to do is. Like like Joseph, he he was given a decision. You know what the right thing to do is and you're not going to do it. I would pray, Lord, have mercy. Because you will go on in life, if God willing, and you will end up regretting not making the right choice. I want to close with a story. There was a soldier who, uh, Christmas time, kind of Christmas, and who was finally coming home after having fought in Vietnam. He called his parents from San Francisco. Mom and dad, I'm coming home. But I have a favor to ask. I have a friend. I'd like to bring him home with me. He's my best friend. Sure, they replied. We'd love to meet him. There's something you should know. The son continued. <laughs> he was hurt pretty badly in the fight. He stepped on a landmine, and I lost, he lost his arm and leg. He, was nowhere else to, he has nowhere else to go. And I want him to come live with us. I'm sorry to hear that, son. Maybe we can help him find somewhere else to live. No, 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 no. Mom, Dad, you don't understand. He's my best friend. I want him to live with us. Son, said the father, you don't know what you're asking. Someone with such a handicap would have a terrible burden upon us. We have our own lives to live. And we can't let something like this interfere with our lives. I think you should just come home and forget about this guy. He'll find a way to live on his own. At that point, the son hung up the phone. The parents heard nothing more from him. A few days later, however, they received a call from the San Francisco police. Their son had died after falling from a building. They were told the police believed it was a suicide. The grief, the grief struck parents flew to San Francisco, were taken to the city morgue to identify the body of their son. They recognized him, but to their horror, they also discovered something they did not know. Their son had only one arm and one leg. The father goes on to say, I knew it was the right thing to do. I just didn't do it. This is physical. There are things in your life spiritually that God wants you to do. And how sad this story is, is sad, but eternity, eternity on both sides is calling your name. There are things God is asking of you. The question is, what will you choose? I knew it was the right thing to do. I just didn't do it. I like every head bowed and every eye closed. In respect to those around you, and respect in the house of God.
again, church. There's a God in heaven who loves you more than anything in this world, who loves you more than you could ever imagine, and he's here this morning. He wants to forgive you of your sin. He wants to come into your life and your heart. He wants you to surrender to him fully. And we have people here this morning, you're serving God, you're saved, you're on your way to heaven, but maybe there's someone you know who, who needs a savior. We were singing that song, over the overwhelming, never ending love of God. It chases me down, fights till I'm found. He comes back for the night, comes, leaves the 99. That, that, that's, that's the God we serve, church, and he's here this morning and he wants to save your loved ones. And so right now, we're going to sing out this song. We're going to sing out this chorus. And I want you to take this time and pray. Pray where you're at. Pray with your spouse. Pray by yourself. Pray with your child. And whatever those things are, just say, God, I surrender these to you. I surrender this hurt to you. This offense that has happened to me. Sometimes the worst of them can, ha can happen in church. Trust me, I know. Uh, God, I give this to you. Lord, take this from me. I forgive my father. I forgive my mother. I, for I, I forgive. God, I surrender this to you. I forgive me for not trusting you when it comes to my finances. Forgive me for not trusting you when it comes to my children. Forgive me for, for not trusting in you, Lord. Whatever that is, I want you to speak it out. Pray. just this time between you and God as we sing out this song change my heart oh God amen change my heart oh God and make it ever true change my heart oh God be like you and change my heart oh God speak it out church give it to Jesus this morning let him know your heart let him know what you're thinking he already knows be honest with him this morning he wants an honest heart hallelujah Bow your heads with me this morning. 
I pray that you've already given those people you love to Jesus right now. You've already prayed, and, but, but this is for those who are watching online with us this morning. We have many people who are not here this morning for second service, and we pray for you. We, we just want you to know we love you. We, we we're thinking of you. If you need anything, let us know. But right now, we're going to pray a prayer of salvation. We don't want to leave this place without having been given the opportunity to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. If that's you this morning, you say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. He's not in me. I, I've, I knew him at one point. I've, I've, I've left the faith. That, you know, he's married to the backslider, and he loves you, and he wants you to come home. Just repeat this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me. Forgive me of my sin. I repent. I'm sorry. change me forgive me of my my transgressions my iniquity my sin I believe you died for me and you rose on the third day I believe by faith and my sin is taken away in Jesus precious name amen amen stand with me church as we sing out this chorus one more time change my heart oh God Sing with us this morning. Sing it out. Speak it. Change my heart, oh God. Hallelujah. Change my heart, oh God. church do me a favor go have an amazing lunch go hug your family hug your kids worship Jesus meditate on his goodness and hopefully come back next week to hear part two why them speaking on Mary amen amen have a blessed Sunday thank you so very much amen